This is Talk, Record, Upload. A podcast about anything and everything. I'm Steve. This is Logan. Let's talk about some stuff. All right, Logan, what do you got for me today? So I thought it'd be fun because, as you and I both know, we both know everything. I, but yeah. We are both the best commissioner of every league out there. The. And we automatically know what would be the best solution to fix every problem. Absolutely. Okay. So I thought it'd be fun if we talked about what are the best rule changes that we'd put in the league. For what league? Uh, anything. I mean. So any league. Yeah, any, any sports. In now is arena football included? Sure. Why not? All right, let's do it. Bet. So I got three things here to start us with. Okay. Start with um, number two. Okay. So number two on my list is technical fouls for refs. Now, this is similar to like tech, technical fouls in NBA. Okay. Now, the way this works and what makes it basically how it would work is two techs. There's a backup ref on standby. You know, there's four refs that go to every game. Okay. Three are normally on the court. And then there's like in soccer, the fourth official, there's a fourth ref. Sure. If a ref gets two technical fouls, they're done for the night. They're out of the game. Okay. And the other ref substitutes in. Now, in order to get a technical foul, both coaches of each team have to agree that there should be a technical foul. Coaches. Both coaches. Okay. The head coach for each team has to go, yes, I think there should be a technical foul. Okay. I think, A, that keeps it fair. That stops refs or stops coaches from abusing the system. Mm-hmm. And B, it gives coaches the ability to fight back a little bit because right now they got nothing i mean if the if the ref makes a stupid call and if both coaches are sitting there and going that's a dumb call coach ref like you screwed that up yeah yeah the coaches have a way to fight back because i think as much as coaches value winning and i think as you get towards the end of the game like it's going to matter way less um i think coaches are going to do it less but especially like in the meat of a game i think coaches are going to be more willing to do the right thing and you know and give the give the tech and i think it depends on the sport too yeah because if you have like soccer nobody wants to ruin the rate of play yeah exactly. you know football mm-hmm. doesn't really have i mean there's mm-hmm. instances where there's a rate of play but it's yeah. not 45 minutes of right. rate of play you know you're looking at yeah and you might have a two minute drill that somebody's not gonna mm-hmm. but see then i think that's also a valid uh point to think about is you know in football you've got a two minute drill What's to say the opposing coach that's trying to prevent you from running a two-minute drill isn't going to try to be like, oh, I want to, I want to review that for yeah. a technical. Well, and you know, I think the cool thing about this, would I think be you're going to run into that. It doesn't have to be a but, um, big involved thing. It is a simple like one coach is like, you know, hey, that's a tech, and then the other, and, you know, looks at the other coach, and the other coach can go yay or nay. I don't think it has to be a big involved thing. And the the inspiration yeah. came from an ESPN article that was talking about NBA rule changes. So it does, I think, have a more natural place in the NBA, especially considering there's technical fouls already. But I don't know. I thought it made mm-hmm. sense. But it's not a bad idea. I think that's not a bad idea. I think you do mm-hmm. run into the issue of, like, you know, we're supposed to trust the refs to be... They know the rules are doing things right, which I think a lot of that has kind of already gone out the window just from having terrible refs in pretty much every league. But Uh, but yeah, Angel Hernandez. But 
I don't know. I, I think I could see that would be cool. Uh, now, granted, I think that'll never cool. happen. The whole, the, the whole that both coaches it, have to agree that to would it, be, it would be I cool. think, puts a very unique layer on it that would it get used that often? Probably not, because mm-hmm. both coaches are going to care more about winning. But I think that that really puts in those egregious. It didn't touch him. Like, he was on the other side of the court. You can't say it was, you know, it was out of bounds on him or, you know, those egregious calls. I think they I think there would need to be a level of like it has to be certain things that can be that this can apply to. Like you can't you can't give a ref a technical over an out of bounds call, for example. But I guess at the same time, an out of bounds call can drastically affect a game, especially in the last four seconds of a game. All of a sudden, they're like going that way, and the losing team's like, "Yo, that should be our ball," you know. So I guess it could, but I thought it was a good one. All right. I need to hear number one. Okay. Interesting. So number one, and these aren't in any All specific right. order. I need to hear number one. Um, this is just as I thought of them. So the number one on my list, and this is, I think the inspiration came from NFL, um, but I want to see a way, a change in the way that trades are announced. Okay. Now hear, hear me out. So you're, you're, let's say you got tickets yeah, to the Chiefs info. game. Okay. I know you. You hit the lottery. Yeah. You spent it all on tickets to the Chiefs game. So you the go to the only Chiefs reason game. I miss being a crappy team. <laughs> you go to a game for sixty bucks, easy. Yeah, yeah you can't so, even get parking. Parking is sixty dollars. Right, exactly. So you you go to the game, and you're you know, and they're doing starting uh, player intros, and you go, and introducing your starting running back, Dalvin Cook. How cool would that be if you just show up to a game and then suddenly you find out Dalvin Cook is your new running back? Okay. That would be impossible, first of all. Of course. Because there's far too much media at practice. Right. Um, that would be kind of cool, actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see how, you know, running yeah. out of the tunnel, people are like, is that, is that Dalvin Cook? Is that Dalvin Cook? Now. Can you imagine? Sorry, Andy, it's happening. Dalvin Cook to Kansas City. Let's go. <laughs> now, there is a flip side to this, however. Um, imagine going to a Minnesota Vikings game. <laughs> yeah. And uh, your new starting running back, Clyde's Edward Hilaire. Whoa. We would run both. Come on now. You know what I mean. Plus, we, it's Minnesota. Their new running it. back would be like Elijah Thomas. Right. <laughs> For the record, I don't know who that is, but that's either. kind of my point. That's a that's I guarantee that's a JUCO halfback. Exactly. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So that that comes with a brutal drawback of your you know yeah, you got the fine. other side where yeah I think that that is definitely a one sided thing mm-hmm. like that is better for the receiver yeah if it's a good trade that's better for the receiver um, whereas I prefer to know ahead of time that I'm not going to see Dalvin Cook play tonight right. that I'm going to see. Well, I guess they have Madison, who's basically just a, yeah, the same running back with a longer last name. But <laughs> um, that would be kind of cool. I think it'd be fun. Like, is it practical? Is it possible? No, it would never be able no, to happen. There's too much media. Like I said, too. Yeah. There's many reasons why, but one being there's too much media at, mm-hmm. at you know practice. I, yeah, I I listen to our local sports guys six ten. I listen to them all day, every day when I'm awake. It's pretty much all I ever listen to. And they, the amount of information that those guys have is insane. I mean, I hear all my info from there. Yeah. Generally before I see it on ESPN. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. The way that those guys. Yeah, that would never. Is not. That would never happen. But that would mm-hmm. be kind of cool. Yeah. We should maybe we should do that for just like a league. Ooh, I did already mention AFL, so <laughs> maybe the AFL should do that. Yeah. The AFL oh. could probably get away with it. Yeah. Well. Well, yeah. Nobody cares about it. There is no media coverage. Ooh. Or so, Bold statement. Yeah. Well, I guess that's more XFL, I guess. XFL doesn't exist. It'll be back. It only doesn't exist because of COVID. You think McMahon can come back from that? No, but he's going to try. Yeah, he's going to try. Uh, I think the XFL was kind of cool, and then COVID just kind of I thoroughly enjoyed the XFL. Yeah. It was horrible, horrible timing. Yeah. Um, I think they did a really good job of it. I loved the um their... Focus on excitement um, with nine-point touchdown opportunities. Yeah. Um, how much the clock stopped on certain plays. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of, I mean, they wanted to make the games as exciting as possible. That was the ultimate goal. Yeah. And I think that that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed the XFL a lot. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, maybe it'll be back. Who knows? Maybe. I sure hope so. I mean, it was a real unfortunate circumstance of uh Yeah. Of coming just at the wrong time. I mean, they started the Not season. Started, nobody knew that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, the season started what, like two, three weeks before COVID, like really hit. Pretty sure. I don't. I didn't pay that much attention to it, so I don't really know. But that that sounds mm-hmm. rightish. Yeah. So, um, yeah. The third one. Yeah. What's your third one? So this is one that I know you and I both agree on already. Okay. Um, but I thoroughly think that there should be a official. At NFL games, NFL, okay. Who makes a judgment on who should be charged for the interception, whether it's quarterback or the receiver? Because, so basically, I think receivers should be able to be charged with interceptions. I disagree wholeheartedly. No, I don't. I think that if receiver hits him right in the chest, and then they just drop the ball, and then it gets picked off, that falls on the. The receiver, hundred percent. The quarterback should never be charged for that interception. So, ju- just to be clear, uh, you're basically talking about half of Patrick Mahomes' interceptions this year <laughs> that are um, square through mostly Tyree Kill's hands. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know that, that it has to be an official. Like, that should just be the that should just be a thing that the statistician for the game does. Like, sure. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking um, like baseball. I mean, baseball has. Um, I guess. I guess. Is it this? I'm not a hundred percent. Is it the statistician that decides like, yeah, oh, that was a, a hit or there's that? An, there's an official. As far as I know, I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but I believe there is just an official statistician gotcha. that is sanctioned by the league, not mm-hmm. by a team, kind of like the officials are. Right. I don't know if they're necessarily on officials team, if you know what I mean. Right. Without mm-hmm. without making that sound like a bad. Thing. I just mean like they're not. I don't know if they're part of the same crew. Yeah. yeah or yeah. if it's just, but it's you know, right? Because MLB. Well, every league sends their own, like, higher-up official people that are up in a booth watching mm-hmm. the games for different purposes. I think yeah. one of them is the statistician Okay. Um, for any league. I right. believe that's how it's done. So okay. I, that would just be a simple, Yeah. you refer to the statistician to decide whose interception that is. But yeah. then, I, I don't I know, I feel like that's, especially for something like a statistician, which is very cut and dry, that inserts way too much human element into it where now they have to make a judgment call versus like mm-hmm. that is a catch because mm-hmm. the official ruled it a catch you and know? I, so then is it the center official or is it center official in football uh, i think it's just the umpire okay the guy with the white hat is it his 
is it his job when he turns his mic on and he's talking to the statistician, which is generally who they're talking to? Yeah. When they're talking, you know, when they're looking up, talking. Right, right, right. Is it his job to be like interception for the receiver and then mm-hmm. they just log it? It could be interesting. I mean, because I guess that that's really all kind of part of when you review it to see if it was an interception or not. Yeah. You also look at that ball should have been caught. That interception goes. Yeah. You know, then you're just like ruling on the field is an interception for number 10 yeah. versus an interception for number 15. Right. That's a Chiefs reference. That's, I mean, that's an easy. So I guess that could be. And then the statistician just marks it down as it was mm-hmm. officiated, which is what they do yeah. on every other thing. Mm-hmm. So I would say I don't, I don't have a problem with that. I don't necessarily think it needs to be an official in the box or whatever. Um, I guess that's not the, the point. I guess the main point I'm trying to make is there needs to be interceptions need to be charged to receivers yep. when it's their fault. Agreed. Um, you know, and maybe, you know, interceptions caused or interceptions allowed or something like that. Um, you know, where it's not the same stat, but I mean, you could call it interceptions too. I guess it doesn't matter, but I think it's not fair to charge quarterbacks with interceptions that weren't their fault. Now we run into the I'm, issue. I'm of, biased there, but I agree. <laughs> I think we run into the issue of now we're talking about introducing a whole new, like it's almost a new era of football re- stats recording. Yeah. Like, I think it's kind of like baseball. Like we talk about the modern era of baseball. I think you almost have to reset the stat books because interceptions are going to be so different. I mean, we're talking true. about some, you know, like Aaron Rodgers. I'm not looking this up, so don't quote me on that, but he's probably got, I don't know, five, 10 interceptions this year. I guarantee you if they were tracking we, the way we're talking about, mm-hmm. he's got like one or two. I guarantee you Aaron Rodgers throws so few interceptions that are his fault. That's probably true. And that, I mean, but that could have a big impact on a lot of things in MVP voting kind yeah. of thing. Like they're going to look at like, oh, well, this quarterback only has, you know, two interceptions hit that are his fault. Mm-hmm. You know, he has 15, but he right. has only two of them are his fault. But at the same time, I guess that should be taken into effect, I guess, when you're talking about MVP and stuff like that. Right. Um, so I guess really that's not, that's not a bad idea. They should, it could have a lot of different impact on a lot of different things. One of which being the MVP. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's a great idea. Also, and then this doesn't necessarily need to be a long conversation, but one thing that I think needs to happen um, in every sport mm-hmm. is playoffs. Conferences don't matter. Playoffs. Playoff conferences don't matter. In the there playoff. are no conference seating. You're seating oh, everybody oh, 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 oh. in the league yep, yep. in one table. I don't. I like- I agree 100. percent I don't think. I also don't think that the top four seeds should be the conference winners. If we're talking about NFL in particular, yeah. I think it should be top four guaranteed a spot, and then mm-hmm. the next three are wild cards. But then when you actually do the seeding, it's based on record. I it doesn't matter. Right. Like one through seven, mm-hmm. I think seven, right? Is yeah, it seven. Yeah, four and three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one through seven is just based on record, and then you do the various tiebreakers if there's same records and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But you know, because if you like, I believe currently, right now there is, uh, I believe currently right now there is um a team in the and it's always the NFC um that is in as a four seed, a division winner with a losing record. Oh yeah, and that happens almost every year. There's always a losing record in the playoffs. Like, why do they get a home game just because they won Not the division? Quite losing record, but. I, I I understand what you're saying. Like yeah. there's a lot of like six and six teams or or not six and six, seven and seven teams or you know, eight and six teams or you know, there's a lot of teams that well, are eight hosting and six is at least a winning record, but yeah. There's a lot of teams that are hosting playoff games yeah. um against a ten and ten three and team s- because 
you know. 10 and 6. Oh, yeah, I guess it would be. Well, 10 and 7 now. 10 and 7, yeah. But Okay, so 10 and 7 is actually not as good. So we'll look at, <laughs> what, 14 and 3 now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 14, 14 and 3. Right. And you go on an away game against mm-hmm. a team that's one game over 500 just because yep. they won their division, and you play in a division where the guy that won your division had the same record as you, but they beat you at home or something last year. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I think it should just hundred percent seating Mm -hmm. should be based on record. I agree. Which is why I also, um, now if we're going to talk about other sports like soccer, Uh um, you know, they do theirs. Their seating has nothing to do with, uh, well, their seating is, well, I guess that's a little different because it's not, there are no conferences. Right. It's literally just west and the east, and then the seating is how you finish. That's I guess that's a little different. Well, but there's still like you're still doing east versus west. Okay, so you're okay. I'm saying oh. total revamp. Okay, of, so the, it, we're talking about obviously this is different because it's a different sport. But yeah, um, for anybody who doesn't follow soccer, uh, listen to a different podcast. Um, but please don't do that. Please I, I'm, I'm kidding, but at the same time, we're going to talk about soccer a lot. We will we're talk about soccer, fans, but we promise so. we will bring you along with us, and um, we'd love for you to learn about soccer. Exactly, with us. we'll explain things like I'm getting ready to do right now. Um, they have two different. Con- they're still called conferences: West and the East. Yeah, and then the yeah, playoffs are also West versus the East. So you get seated one through eight, one through seven. seven, one through seven. Is it also seven teams? Yeah, because there's a first round by. That's right, one through seven. First, the number one seeds get a first round bye, which is why New England lost this year. Um, that's a whole nother. I, I want to do a whole episode on the MLS yeah, we'll, playoffs this year. We'll do a whole episode because that's uh, we can go deep. Yeah, into keep that. keep an eye on that. I, I will start to finish. We can do a whole episode on which I want to. That is one of my things okay. I want to do. Yeah. Um. So anyway, um, and then you play based on your seating. You you know it's low to high. Low seed plays the high seed all the way until the final. Yeah. Just to catch everybody up. So you're saying what you want is we're going to seed you one through 14. Mm-hmm. And one and two are the two one seeds. Yeah. And then two and three, sorry, one and two, three and four are the two seeds mm-hmm. and so on and so yeah. forth. And yeah. then what you do, random draw for who goes to which side kind of thing? I think it would be ranked um, like I would do. You know, like if you've got your left and right column here, mm-hmm. you've got. It'd be uh, even. Odd. It'd be even odd, basically. Yeah, it'd be if first. You, if you go one second. one through fourteen, you'd have even odd. Yeah, absolutely. And then yep. you do. Uh, so you do all of your evens on one side, odds mm-hmm. on the other. Yeah, basically, and I then and a, then they're seated within there, one yeah. through seven. Yeah. I think that's the only fair way you can do it is you just go back and forth. I, I don't hate it, honestly. So yeah. it's more like it'd be very similar to college right. basketball i guess it's just, yeah it's exactly what it is where you're just playing everybody yeah i don't hate it i do kind of but but then well actually yeah because you've already got well actually i'm trying to figure out if that's more of a contradiction to my own point because you have supporter shield which is just the best record in the regular season regardless of right of uh thing but i guess that kind of i don't know so here's, I mean, and here's my kind of my inspiration for that is, um, let me try to find the MLS standings from last year real quick. Well, yeah, I mean, from... the second place in the East would have been fourth place in the West. Correct. So, like, you, know, you had number one was in the East, and then number two through five, I think it was, 
was all West, or two through four at least was all West. Yeah, correct. Exactly. And so, you know, I think that, you know, uh, Philadelphia should not get a bonus for being in a weak conference um, and getting a two seed, getting to play, you know, a seven seed versus if they're in, you know, if we're combining both and just saying, you know, everybody's ranked together, then, you know, they're the fifth seed. Well, they're further down. They're the seventh seed for, but you get what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. it's not fair that these teams get extra advantages because they're in a weak conference. But I mean, the argument could be made: the four seed in the East won the whole thing. That's true. So the four seed in the East would have been maybe not even in the playoffs if they had made, if they were in the West. I'd have to look at the yeah. final standings, which I guess I could do pretty quickly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, but I, I mean, I guess that that would drastic that could that would have a lot of implications, really, because it could it could very likely really change, you know, who even makes the yeah. playoffs. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, you're looking at so NY NYC had uh, 14 wins and 51 points. 14 wins, 51 points puts them in fifth place in the West. Okay, so I mean, they're still making the playoffs. So but. they. They likely still would have made the playoffs, yes. Um, yeah. But, but I mean, you know, well, and actually, a four through six seed in the East all had 51 points. Hmm. And then New York wow. Red Bulls at the seventh seed had 48. So that was, the East was really close with the exception yeah. of, of one. the one seed, which mm-hmm. was tw- 19 points ahead of number two. Yeah. yeah. Um, New England ran away with that very quickly. So... That's interesting. Honestly, I could do an entire episode on this too. Cool. All right. Because I literally, I I would love to go in depth and draw out what would the playoffs have looked like, right? If right. if we had done that. So. All right. So let's do this. I'll make some spreadsheets for you that would show you who all would have ended up. Yeah, like, let's do what, it. We'll, what we'll come back. And, look like. like again, I'll talk about soccer all day long. I don't even yeah. care. Okay. Cool. Um. All right. So, those are my big ones. Okay. What so, what do you have changes that I might think of? Oh, put me on the spot with this one, which yeah, is boy. part of the fun, you know. That's what I would do. Um, let's see here. I think Okay, I would say if I could think of any other rules, they would likely be in baseball. Okay. Um, now a lot of them honestly happened. I was I was all for uh, the pitch count, mm-hmm. um, pitch clock, pitch clock. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I, I had kind of thought about that previously cause I know they have it in like little league and stuff. Right. So I was all on board when they put that in cause it just mm-hmm. takes too long. Um, I also, I know this is going to be one that we talk about. Um, cause we've talked about this before. I really like the intentional walk rule change. Really, I really like that they can just be like, "Yeah, he's walked," and you don't make him now. Hmm. Go ahead, give your opinion. I, I know your opinion because we've talked about it. Yeah, but we go have ahead. talked about this. I think it's dumb. Um, as a pace of play thing, sure, whatever. Throw, you know, save the four pitches. Let's move on. Um, but there is that one in a million when pitcher's not paying attention, lobs the just a bean, not a bean ball, just lobs a a little softball right over the plate and you just watch a home run smash or the you know pitcher throws it right over the pitcher's head or you know whatever happens 
I didn't like that they took away that chance. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand right now the the uh, epidemic, if you'll forgive the poor word, of baseball is wow. it's, <laughs> it's too slow. Um, the pace of play is too slow. Um, you Baseball has the oldest demographic. I think I saw a study at one point, 50% of their viewers are over 50 or 45 years old. Um, and I mean, that's a problem. And I know baseball has to speed up. And unfortunately that's due to, you know, the attention span of those 18 year olds that have what I like to call the TikTok attention span. Mm-hmm. Anything is longer than a TikTok, They're not going to watch it. Um, and even though football is a longer game on mm-hmm. average, it's short, um, it's short bursts. Yep. It's excitement is filled in. There's it, it, there's excitement happening all the time. Whereas you watch a baseball game, it could be an hour of pitch, pitch, strikeout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's not uncommon to have a baseball game where you're an hour and you don't see a thing but just pitching. True. And so, you know, they got to do something for that. But I don't think that was the move. But again, you know, how do you fix the game? You know, we're talking about pace of play. How do you fix pace of play? It's a lot of little changes. Mm-hmm. not one big thing that happens. Yeah, that's... I think that's ultimately to me fixing the pace of play was more important than dealing with the one in a million chance that yeah. they throw their lob ball over the catcher. Mm-hmm. Yes, that do, it did happen and you know, I've I've seen a few times when it's happened. I know we've looked up videos of it happening before, but it's just, you know, it's 9.8 out of 10 times Right. They just throw four balls and the batter walks down. You know, there's yeah. that there's that few times where somebody reaches out and jacks a home run off of it because it gets too close. I can't remember who it was. Is it Barry Bonds that did that? Um, I don't know. It's happened a couple times. Yeah, then feel dumb. I'm sure Barry Bonds did it. Um, if it involves hitting a home run, it's well, probably good him. Point. Um, but it has happened where people have done that. And it did take that little part away, but I just think overall it's it's much faster, and it's just like okay, just go. Yeah, you know, you're walked. Yeah, go to your base. Go to your base. That's fair. Um, I also think the rule change where they changed the extra innings. Love it. Oh, where you put the man on love second it. base. Yep. Extra innings, guy yeah. starts on second base. Love it. I love it. I love it. I yeah, it's fun. I'm, I'm a big fan. Now uh-huh. I understand that it drastically has probably changed a lot of games we won't really know that but i'm sure i've watched several you know i, I go back to like 2014 playoffs mm-hmm. the first royals run yeah a lot of those games were a lot of those comebacks were done in extra innings some yeah. multiple times that wild card game yeah. we came back in extra innings twice i believe yeah the second time being the where we actually won um but that could drastically change by having someone on second and not yeah. having to get someone on second just mm-hmm. to do it. But absolutely, I don't know. I love it. There's just too many games that just keep I, going and going and going and going and nothing happens. And, yeah, I don't know. have a problem with it. Um, they introduced think... it into the video game too, into MLB The Show. Oh, did they? they yeah, That's this, right. This year, they, they integrated yeah, yeah. it in there too. Mm-hmm. And it, so I actually, you know, you get to experience. I'm not right. saying I realize that it's a video right. game, but <laughs> yeah. you get to experience the difference yeah. of what it's like to be in that situation. Yeah. It, totally changes things because now right. you got to think about who you're going to pitch mm-hmm. like who you're going to throw that kind of stuff because you're like oh yeah there's a guy on second right you know i think of um the cardinals ken rosenthal not ken rosenthal What's his name? i don't know i'm embarrassed i don't know this um cardinals had a pitcher that he was their closer and he was a really good closer but he had this funny knack of he 
didn't really slam the door until he got a player on base. Um, he was always notorious for first batter, always got on base. Um, and then after that, three strikeouts. He uh, sounds like Trevor Rosenthal. Trevor Rosenthal. Thank you. Um, but he, yeah, like you couldn't use him because that one hit, that's probably a run. Um, not yeah, always, true. but especially depending on where it goes. Yeah. That could very easily be a run ball game. Yeah, We're done. Exactly. Um, I would love to see the number of like the number of games that went to 11 innings since the rule change was enacted versus the season before. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see that. Cause I can imagine like, how many games were decided in one inning versus having to go four, five, six innings? Well, you and I were you and I were literally sitting next to each other at one game this year yep. at Kaufman that uh-huh. went to extra innings, and it was only one extra inning. Yeah, that's what that it was. Uh, now, granted, although actually, if I remember correctly, uh, we were playing the ti- Tigers. Was it Tigers? That doesn't sound right, but I don't know who it was. Well, it wasn't the Astros. That was another game that I went to the next week. I think it was the Tigers. You may be right. It really doesn't matter who it was. Right. Uh, they scored in the top of the 10th. Yes, they, they scored did. that one run. Yes. So we were down one going into the bottom of the 10th. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we ended up scoring two, and, and we won that game. Um, now, I think it was a really, like, one of those really fluky plays that were weird, and, like, it was a weird ending to the game. I'm trying to remember what the weird bit no, was. No, it was uh, he, they tried to throw him out at home. And he beat the throw by, like, half a base uh, path. There was something else that was weird. I don't know. But anyway. That, I do remember, you're right, we, because they reviewed something in the tent. I'd have to look it up and see what it was. But yeah. they reviewed something. I believe that was the, I'm going to say the Tigers. I think it was the Tigers. It doesn't matter. It was the away team's run in the 10th that they had to review because something happened. But they gave him the run. And I think, if I rem- also if I remember correctly, you and I agreed that they got the call right. Probably. That they should have. But then we yeah. came in and... Close the door. It was a double up the middle by Gerard Dyson. That's who. That's what won the game. I remember that distinctly. Glad you. Gerard Dyson hit a double up the middle and scored the. You want to know what I remember from that game? The funnel cake, Wendy. Wendy. Yeah, the lady that gave us the funnel cake. I don't remember that. The only thing I remember from that game is, um, how hot it was. It was unbearably hot. Yeah, it went. So the ninth inning ended, and I was sitting next to your wife, and you were sitting on the other side of her. Yeah. Um, and I leaned to Molly, and I, I don't know if you heard me, but I kind of whispered in your ear, and I was like, are you and I on the same page where I don't care if we win this game, I just want to go yeah. home? Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, oh my God, yes. Yeah, that was a... It and was it was a, a night game, too. Like, it, it was wasn't miserable. even... The game ended at, like, 9.30 or something, and it yeah, was like still it was just seven, stupid hot. It was a 7 o'clock pitch. I mean, you know, 7.05 or whatever the stupid... I remember that, yeah. That's, yeah. Summers in Missouri, but uh, it was it was unbearably hot. I was miserable the entire game. I did not enjoy much of that game. I'll say that. All of that funnel cake was the funnel cake was good. And I did find what are my favorite chicken tenders and fries in town. Oh, it's unfortunate that I have to pay twenty dollars in parking and then uh, you know a twenty dollar ticket. Yeah, and then let's be be real food. But, How often are we spending twenty dollars on a ticket at Kaufman? <laughs> it's not a twenty dollar ticket, right? That's fair. That's We're not spending that much. If I really at want Kaufman, let's say if I really want chicken tenders, just buy a five dollar seat. Just like just pay and just have somebody drop me off. Yeah, and then just go sit ticket. in the lower level after like the fourth inning when no, 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 everybody no. leaves. No, nope. so. not even that. I I have somebody drop me off. I get my five dollar ticket. 
I go in, I buy my food, and then I leave. Yeah. And then I just have to pay a $5 fee to get my food. Problem solved. Yeah. Worth it? <laughs> there were some good chicken tenders. That's fair. The fries were phenomenal. They had like a ranch dusting on yeah, them. Yeah, I remember. And they, I didn't get many sauces that time. I'm not usually a sauce guy, but I wish I would have gotten more. So weird. They had like 20 sauces there. <laughs> but I will say, I have recanted on the fact that I don't like cane sauce. Ah. I gave it another shot. And I realized that it is fire. Yeah. And I must have just been having a bad day that day. So. Yeah. We had canes the other day and we were actually talking about it. Wow. Yeah. I was like, I'm glad we have a canes close, uh-huh. to, close to our house. But it's like, I don't understand why Logan doesn't like cane sauce. <laughs> and I'm like, this is better than Zaxby's. And I'm like, and honestly, their sauce is better too. I just wish that canes, and I hope, I hope to God you're listening to this, canes owner man. Why do you not have a spicy cane sauce? Figure it out. I can actually answer that Just question. put some sriracha in it. It's really not even that hard. I can answer that question for you. So the Kane CEO has been interviewed many, I mean, uh, you know, many number of times in his day. And it's always been, you know, why don't you have a spicy chicken sandwich? Yeah. Why don't you have a spicy sauce? Um, and it is a simply, he wants four things on the menu. There's not a lot of room for substitutions. And that is a quality of food and quality of service decision that they've made. Because okay. they've decided they would rather offer few things few modifications and they do it right every time and there's no risk of oh you gave me the wrong sauce like you you get the sauce because that's what it is I, honestly i don't really hate that and i will also also say i i don't think i've ever been to canes and got my order wrong i i don't think i've ever or it's never been different quality it's always yeah every t- with the one exception of the toast. That's the only exception. Half the time it's toasted more than the other, and yeah. half the time they toast both sides. Sometimes yeah. they don't. That's the only thing that's inconsistent, I think. And I will say, toast, I go but... to Cane's. Half the reason I go to Cane's is the toast. Oh, no, yeah. The, the toast is tremendous. The, the toast is incredible, but I do sometimes get. I don't like it when they only toast one side. I like both sides toasted. Do they toast both sides? Uh, I don't think I've ever seen them toast. Well, maybe they don't. Last time I got it, they did. So maybe that was the inconsistency, but. It was definitely, maybe they only do it. Either way, sometimes it's more toasted than others. Right. I like it. A little more toast, not burnt. I don't like burnt, but you know, sometimes they literally throw it on as like an afterthought and then they're like, good yeah. enough. And then they throw it in there and I'm like, yeah, you didn't even toast I want it. it to be golden brown all the way. Yeah. I don't want those pockets where it didn't get toasted at all. Yeah. Well, That's unless it's like, like, because it's like a divot in the bread, obviously, you, you well, know, but figure it out. Come on. Yeah. That's true. So, all right. I have one more rule change that okay. I think we can both agree on very easily. One more. And then um, I got another topic we can talk about. Okay. What do you got? Blackouts can go die in a hole. Oh, my God, yes. I don't... Yeah, I guess that would be a rule change, although it's not really on the league. Yeah, I don't know what that's it belongs on, to. That's on the broadcaster, like the TV well, companies. It's the league abiding by the broadcast. Or... I. They're working together. Like, it's not just the NFL, or it's just not, it's not just, like, DirecTV making that decision. Like, the NFL's involved with that, and, like... Right. Well, it's TV. It's, like, ABC that right. is doing not it. Not, or CBS. Yeah. It's not... Yeah. I agree. I, I don't... I mean, I kind of understand why they do it, but it is... It is asinine that they are still doing blackouts, yep. and yet they want you to stream. They're like, hey, we have 19 different ways to stream these games. Right please sign up for one of these streaming yeah. things. Nobody really does cable anymore. We get it. Cable's <laughs> expensive. Stream 
and stream the things that you want to stream yeah. as long as you don't live in the area that it's played. You know, if you live exactly. in the area that it's played, you don't get to stream it. Yeah. Now, here's what kills me about that, though, is that it's not even if you live in the area that you play. So I'm not going to get into details, but we live in, I guess you kind of already said the radio station that's close. So yeah, we live in we the live great, in, we're greater Kansas City area. We live in yeah. the greater Kansas City area. I am an Oklahoma City Thunder fan. Yeah. I will get blackouts on Oklahoma City Thunder games. Just because you're the closest TV market? I am six hours away from Oklahoma City. Okay. Now, and I may be wrong, and I'm sure people will tell me that I'm wrong on the internet because that's what the internet does. But my understanding is that the reason the blackout system exists is because they want to sell more tickets. Yeah. And they're going, if we haven't sold out the game, we're not going to broadcast in your area because we want you to buy tickets instead. Okay. Okay, sure, fine. I'm six hours away. Yeah. I'm not going to go turn on my game and go, ah, oh, shoot, it's blacked out for Should the game that starts on. in five minutes. Yeah. Oh, I can buy some tickets. I'm going to buy a ticket instead. I'm going to get there three hours after the game's ended. Yeah. Like, what's the point? That doesn't make any sense. I understand the logic. Yeah. I get why they, well, I don't get why they do it. No, I, I don't get, get why they do it either. I understand why the, why it started. You, I mean, you and the six other people up here wanting to watch the Oklahoma City Thunder. Well, that's just an example. Super upset. You should just have everybody over here, and then you guys can. We can watch it together. Yeah, yeah figure it out. Um, that's not, you know, I, I understand the intention behind the policy. Yeah. I understand what the thought process was. But it's dumb. I think it's garbage. Get rid of it. I think it detracts from the sport as a whole. Yep. I think it creates barriers for fans, which. Let's be honest, these sports only exist because fans watch these sports. True. And if you're putting barriers for fans to watch these sports, they're not going to watch them anymore. Now, I'm a diehard enough fan where I'm going to continue watching sports anyway. But, you know, we're talking about fringe fans that, you know, are going to go, oh, I can't watch this game today. Screw this. I'm done. I mean, I've always said that if if and when I ever uh, own the Chiefs, Royals, or Sporting, Right. Or at least own part of it. Yeah. I've always said that I would love to play all games on my on the website. Yeah. I'll deal with whatever penalties I have to to do that. Hopefully it becomes, and I'm sure there's a lot of it that we don't know because we don't own a team and we don't deal with TV rights and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So yeah. that could change it. But I've always said, like, if you're a Royals fan, and I don't care where you live. If you're a Royals fan and you want to watch the Royals and you don't get them, because, like, I have a lot of family and friends that live in Minnesota. A lot of them are Royals fans. They want to watch the Royals games. They get to watch the Royals when they play Minnesota. That is it. Otherwise, they don't get to watch them. I think it's dumb. You should be able to just go to kcroyals.com or royals.com, whatever it is right now. And it's right there, right on the main page. There's the game. Watch it. Go ahead. Watch it. I personally love for that to be for free, but I guess maybe if you need to have some sort of like you can access a like you have we sell a membership to our to royals.com where it's like five bucks a month and now you get to watch all live games you get all this extra interviews and all this crap you get to watch cool why not but now to be fair you know i am aware that uh you know nfl sunday ticket exists you know there are subscription services like we're talking about sure um not for everything though that's I don't know if baseball. Well, I don't really. I guess I haven't really looked into the MLB TV. I think that they do that much. I I do the uh, radio one where I can listen to the games, right? Because it works better when I'm at work and stuff. Um, 
But even then, but I can't, I honestly don't remember. I haven't really looked into it if that's a thing or not. And maybe it is, and this entire conversation is pointless and stupid. I'd say um, maybe we do some research and we edit this out. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, but I, I, to my knowledge, there's no way to do it for MLS. Like, we either watch the games when they're live or we don't watch them. But say blackouts, because even like um, ESPN Plus yes. is the big thing that they push. Yep. Um, you can still get blacked out on ESPN Plus. Yeah, happens because I watch a lot of MLS games like at work when I work because I work overnights. Um, I watch a lot of games, you know, then and sometimes if they're from that night. Great example is the U.S. men's national team games for like the qualifiers and stuff. I haven't been able the ones when I couldn't watch it live because I was stuck at work. It's like two days before it gets put back up for me to be able to watch it because of blackouts and stuff. And I'm like, I got to wait. You know, like the there was one game where we were texting about it and I was like, I can't watch it till tonight. Oh, yeah. That's right. I still haven't watched that game because I can't find it anywhere. The replay is not on ESPN Plus or on uh, uh, Paramount. Paramount Plus. It's not on Paramount Plus either. All the other ones are, but that particular one is not. And I, I've literally never. Honestly, it may be on there now. I haven't looked in like a month, but at this point, I'm like three months out. You know, I don't care anymore. But I mean, to be fair, how dare you try to take money out of the billionaires that are yeah, right NFL owners and like yeah I don't I don't, I don't know, know. Whenever, I think whenever I own a team or hopefully what I can do is either a own all three teams um, or <laughs> b just get a good partnership with Patrick Mahomes who owns the other two um, and then uh, we can just create like a separate website just like Kansas City Sports and you can go there and no matter what game it is it's always playing and yeah then, so you can go just watch Chiefs are there Royals are there Sporting's there. Kansas City Comets are there. The Mavericks are there. Yeah. You know, uh, Kansas City Current are there. Um, everything. Any any Kansas City sports professional yeah. or semi-professional, because Mavericks are semi-professional, right? Or is it amateur? Uh, they're, uh, so they're an affiliate team of the, like the Calgary Flames, I think. Something weird. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah they're an affiliate team of somebody. Interesting. So they're like uh like AAA baseball. Oh, okay. Cool, yeah, cool, yeah. cool. So it's it's like a feeder team for the e- Either way, it's still a Kansas City team, so put them on the you know put put them on the website and let's watch any game you want. It's all on there. Kansas City Sports. Let's do it. Patrick. Patrick, I know you're listening. Get on it. Let's make this happen. Yeah, buddy. Please and thank you. Um, so internet, tell us how we're wrong. Yeah, um, please explain to me what I'm wrong, and uh, I don't even care that I will be wrong because I want to know if I'm missing something. So go ahead, tell me, tell me how I'm wrong, please. So before we end this episode, um, I do want to plug the fact that um, we have Twitter and we have Reddit. Um, Reddit is a thing. Yeah, Reddit allegedly. Is a thing. I had to teach Steve how to Reddit, and it was a lot of fun. He got very angry. I was gonna say, and by teach. Uh, I set it up, and then I said, "This is your problem now." <laughs> so he gets very angry about about Reddit. So uh, Twitter, we're at tru underscore pod. So tweet at us, tell us how we're wrong. Um, and on Reddit, our subreddit is r slash tru podcast, uh, no space. So, hey, we got two things there. One, I want you to come and tell us how we're wrong. Give us feedback. There's going to be a thread on the subreddit. Twitter, just tweet at us. Um, and also on hashtag both of those, at how you're wrong. Hashtag at how you're wrong. Yep. You sure about that? Yep. yep. Okay. The word at, not the symbol. Hashtag at how you're wrong. <laughs> um, and then on 
both of them, but specifically on on Reddit, we will have a pinned thread that's going to be a new topic suggestion thread. Um, we want to know what you guys want to hear about. We love talking about random stuff, whether it's sports, movies, D&D, uh, video games, restaurants. I mean, whatever. Literally, we'll talk about whatever. That's what this podcast is about. We want to be listener-driven. So anything what you guys want to listen to. Anything and everything. So what you guys want to listen to. It's what we want to talk about. So let us know what you want to talk about. Tweet at us or leave a um, a comment on that thread, and we'll uh, we'll see what we can do. All right, well that's all I got for you. Right on, it's a good topic. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. We should do this again sometime. Yeah.